just a fist fight with the cops and they whooped his ass at like out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. He had, he blood, had no shot. He had blood pouring out of his forehead from when they had to slam him down on the ground to put handcuffs on him. And he was screaming, HPD made me bleed. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Sloppy Syndicate. We have none other than Seven Stone Riot in the green room waiting to come in. Uh, Seven Stone Riot is based out of Birmingham, Alabama, and I get some 10-year, some Mudvayne vibes out of them. So we'll bring them in here shortly and kind of let them explain their vibe, their sounds, because uh, I could totally be off, but uh, that's what I get out of them. So without further ado, let's bring in a Seven Stone Riot. What's going on? So how are we doing today? Uh, thanks for coming on the Sloppy Syndicate show. Um, you're based out of Birmingham, Alabama. So go ahead and tell the uh, uh, the listeners a little bit about the band, your sound, and uh, what kind of uh, got you to pursue uh, your musical career. Our sounds basically come from just the influences that we listen to, mostly right. like Seven Dust, Alter Bridge, stuff like that that we grew up on. and try to put our own twist to it so it doesn't sound as similar to those bands, you know? And uh, what was the other question? I'm sorry. Uh, what got you started in your musical journey or, uh, you know, what made you decide you wanted to form a band? Uh, probably for me going to see Creed when I was younger and watching Mark Tremonti play guitar, I was like, man, I want to do that. So from there on, I just worked on playing guitar and writing my own stuff. You know, there for a while we were playing covers and trying to figure out who we were as a band and then ventured out from there as far as our writing style. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so we're, uh, it's quite a unique name, Seven Stone Riot. Uh, so where does Seven Stone Riot derive from? It actually means nothing. Right. It just sounds really cool. It's got a really <laughs> cool acronym. Yeah. Okay. I, I dig the name. Just kind of happened. It was one of those like, "Hey, what about this?" Yeah, cool. And then like, "What are we gonna call it?" <laughs> you know. And so we just kind of threw some words together, and it is what it is, kind of deal. It doesn't. Really it's catchy. Me. So, thank you. Oh yeah, thank you. Um. So uh, the band goes back to uh, well, the first release. Uh, you can let us know when the band started, but uh, the first um, single came out. Time will tell in 2016. Uh, you had some uh, singles come out in 2017. Your first EP, uh, Scratching the Surface, came out in 2018. And uh, Time Will Tell, I'm Alive is on there as well. Uh, those are two of my uh, favorite songs from Seven Stone Riot, um, as well as the new, uh, newly released Manipulation. And uh, can we expect anything uh, coming up in the future from the band? We are in the process of working on new stuff right now, so... Hopefully by the end of this year, we can have some new stuff out. And we got seven string guitars now. So we're working on some of that stuff. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that will definitely. That, that will bring a unique sound. So for sure. Oh, yeah, um, so, and uh, you've been pretty successful with uh, scratching the surface and uh, manipulation. Uh, so what are, you know, what are some of your thoughts on those songs and the, the the success that uh, you've obtained uh, with those two songs. Manipulation is probably my favorite one out of all of our songs, just because it's more fun to play. 
And uh, we always try to write songs that are fun to play, but sometimes you get burnt out on those songs that you used to think were fun. So that's how you really, I guess, start creating a different style because you're bored with what you were doing. But we're not really trying to branch out too far, just stay true to who we are, but still have like a, a unique sound at the same time. Absolutely. So uh, definitely a unique sound for sure. Uh, so we are streaming live on YouTube and Twitch. So anyone in the audience, if you have any questions for Seven Stone Riot, do not hesitate to throw them in the chat and we will do our best to get those answered. Um, if you are not catching us live and you were listening on the podcast, well, you missed a live show, but thank you for watching, uh, listening to the podcast. So uh, we're going to get into some uh, Q&A, not your typical Q&A. So I shuffled the deck with some random questions. And, uh, you know, we'll get the band's take on that. So uh, the first one would be, should every member of the band be wearing a shirt at all times during the performance? I'm going no on that. Um, I mean, a drummer can get away with it. I can't. I need to hit the gym a little bit if I'm going to be doing that. It really um, just depends on the kind of body type you got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd rock the dad bod, you know, the hairy chest, maybe a speedo. Who knows, you know, just, just go just for it. it. I might just start letting it rip. Take my right. shirt off. <laughs> I'll probably be leaving mine on. <laughs> yeah, I'll be leaving mine on too. Get, you know, all the girls will be flocking to the stage, you know. Oh, so yeah. They'll be like, bow, bow, bow. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, when do you feel most creative throughout the day? Is there a certain time of day that you would feel like for me, I'm not a morning person. So I take my time in the morning and, uh, drink my coffee and slowly wake up. Uh, so what, what would you say would be your most creative part of the day for me? It would be late afternoon. I think early morning for me. Yeah. I'm more, right when I wake up. I'm more of a morning person too. Just because of work, you know, just that routine of getting up early in the morning and going to work. So I'm more cognitive in the mornings. The later in the day I get tired and I'm not really thinking straight. So Awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, quite the opposite. I am not the morning person and I am a grumpy asshole when I wake up too early and I don't have my coffee. So definitely um, let me sleep in. Uh, what's up, E-Rock? Thanks for joining. Uh, if you have any questions, E-Rock, throw it in the chat and we'll get them answered. Uh, so as far as Seven Stone Riot, um, we had uh, 2018 uh, was the EP. Uh, and then 2000, um, you know, your newest uh, release was Manipulation, uh, which has had huge success. Um, so do you want to talk about the gap kind of in between that? And what are some of the obstacles that the band has faced thus far? Uh, really, we're just perfectionists. You know, we, we'd like to release a lot of music, but we get it going and we write something and then we're just side to scratch on it every now and then just try to make the best song possible. Yeah, it costs a lot of money to produce something and then market it. And you really don't want to waste your time or money on a song that's, you know, not that great. And uh, you have to, you know, at some point, because that's the only way you're going to get out there. So we just try to make each song the best it can be. And, you know, we'll put something together and then rework it. And they're like, no, that's not good. And rework it again. It just takes time. And plus with COVID and all that going on, and we all have families now we didn't have when we first started. So 
Yeah, spending time with family takes away from writing time and working to support that family takes away from writing time. But we try to get as much work in as possible. So that's why it takes a little bit longer for us to put an EP or an album together. And that's quite understandable. Absolutely. So uh, E-Rock does have a question. Um, We did speak about that earlier. Uh, Where did the name Seven Stone Riot come from? So E-Rock, they just kind of, uh, they were thinking of a name and it popped in their head. And uh, it, it, it it's quite catchy, so they went with it. So um, that's how the name derived. No uh, special meaning behind it other than it was a good choice of a name. So quite catchy. So this day and age with uh, the digital era, you know, when I was a kid, uh, you know, you picked up CDs or cassettes and, you know, I was not in the vinyls. You know, I was a little bit um, past that, uh, that age, but... Uh, you know, I'm a vinyl collector now, cassettes and, and things like that. So how do you think the digital era has uh, A, helped bands or B, hurt bands? I think it did a little bit of both. I think it helps. It helps you get your name out there and anybody can can hear you, but you're losing money. Yeah, yeah. It's right. a good way. It's a good thing for a starting band that's trying to get their name out there and get exposure because a lot of these platforms will stream your stuff for free so people don't have to pay for your music and they don't feel like they wasted their money on you so i don't know it it's a good thing and a bad thing because the bands have to rely on merch sales at shows and guarantees for shows because you're buying singles now instead of full cds yeah most people are putting out singles like every six weeks instead of putting out full albums yeah, and it's quite, uh, I mean, you know, for the streaming platforms, it's it's pennies on a dollar that the band receives from, you know, the songs being streamed. So, um, you know, speaking on merch, where could, uh, you know, is there a location? Where could we find Seven Stone Riot and, uh, you know, more information about the band, any merch, things like that? We are actually about to have a new website with our new merch that we're about to release. So that will be coming up here in the next two to four weeks. Okay. Depending on how long it takes to get set up. Sevenstoneriot.com. Okay. In the meantime, you can check them out on IG at Seven Stone Riot as well. And, um, you know, definitely some good music. Do you plan on uh, dropping any vinyls? I'm just asking. Uh, not at the moment vinyl. right now, but if we <laughs> have enough. Expensive to make. Oh, yeah. If people want them, we'll print them. So I'm a big, like I said, I, I like collecting the old school nostalgia. I got uh, NES games. I got all kinds of old childhood memories. Now, thinking back, if I would have saved all that stuff, I'd have, I mean, it would have been worth so much money. Instead of shoving candy bars in it and stuff. Right. You know, heck, some of the stuff, you know, I have a, a Mike Tyson NES game that goes for like a hundred bucks. And, you know, some of the games that um, I did save, you know, are, are worth a pretty penny now just because the nostalgia and the, um, yeah. you know, just oh, how yeah. old they are. So, um, but it's, it's making a comeback. A lot of people are buying, uh, you know, vinyls now. And, uh, so we'll see how long that, uh, kind of lasts. Uh, Hey Ellie, thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to ask. Um, you know, so in the band's opinion, what was your most disastrous performance? Any wild memories or any shows that just kind of totally went south? Um, when the sound guy tried to quit in uh, Baton Rouge, yes. Louisiana. But that also ended up being a really cool show. It was a really cool <laughs> show. But it, I, 
I ran sound for a little while and everybody's like, Reed, you're going to have to run sound now. I'm like, how am I going to run sound and play a show? Like, this isn't going to happen. And yeah. anyways, one of the other bands got in an altercation with the sound guy. They got, they got the singer threw the mic on the ground and I don't know. It was the sound guy quit three times that night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get it. That's a, it's, it can be a frustrating job, but, um, and, and it's not, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but a lot of the sound guys are complete dicks for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Said, before we even got there. Right. Yeah, it's, um, we couldn't use certain, or our drummer couldn't use his drum set. And Skylar told him, fuck you. We're not doing that. I'm playing my drums. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't sometimes, I mean, I've met some super cool ones, but, uh, you know, the majority of them, um, aren't the most pleasant. I was uh, at a show here recently and, uh, you know, I was on the side stage and he's just like, you got to move. You're in the way. And I'm totally like not even in their big booth. I'm just like, all right, I'll go stand over here. Yeah. But yeah, so I get what you're saying. And when you drop a mic or throw the mic or, you know, they get kind of pissed off uh, about that as well. And I understand because those microphones oh, yeah. aren't the cheapest, but it's, I mean, that's part of the show. That's part of the, um, experience you know get the crowd going and, there was uh, one there was one sunday night we had a show in panama city and there's this venue it was like connected right to the back of a neighborhood and right after we played the cops showed up and told them that that was their last like warning and they had to shut the whole place down <laughs> like last show ever we called oh wow okay we, we were way too yeah loud. and they tried to not pay us they gave us 40 dollars for gas Oh, wow. Yeah, that would suck. I'd be like, uh, this is not going to work. (laughs) (laughs) You work five hours from the house, 40 bucks. Right. There's two ways we can do this. You're going to pay us or we can do the alternative and you're not going to like that. So I'm going to put my foot up your ass. Right. If you, if you could, and, and this is kind of a loaded question. And there's probably so many answers, uh, including like myself, I would have probably 30 bands. Uh, if you could collab with or tour with any band, past or present, um, what would be one of the go-to bands that you guys would like to do that with? Ooh, that's a good one. I would like to go on tour with Tremonti for obvious reasons. Yeah. Any of Tremonti's bands. Tremonti, Alter Bridge, Creed. Okay. Uh, Seven Dust would be really cool. Seven Dust would be Corn would be cool. Yeah, Seven uh, Dust has a a great energy uh, to them, so that'd definitely be a good uh, good one to tour with. So, and Shine Down, Shine Down would be fun. Yep. And uh, I know Creed. I think Creed, Alter Bridge, and uh, Shine Down are all Florida based bands, so that's pretty cool. But um, you know, I don't get obviously they're bigger now, so they don't play the local venues, but. Uh, Hey, it's worth a shot. Oh, yeah. We played in uh, Winter Park at the Haven. Are you familiar? Yep, the Haven. Uh, we got um, a show coming up there with the Dev, uh, the 20, 23rd. So. Heck, yeah. The drummer for Alter Bridge was at one of our shows hanging out with one of his friends, I guess. But it was one of those moments where you look out in the crowd and like, there's no way that's who I think it is. And you keep looking at them, you're like, holy shit. You turn around and play your band, and they all say, holy shit. It was just one of those moments, like, that's wild, you know? We're playing our stuff, and now I'm, like, second-guessing everything I've ever written because he's standing up in front of me. I'm like, this guy thinks I suck right now. Uh, like, let it be a doppel, doppel, 
doppelganger. Let it be a doppelganger, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that would probably uh, mess with your nerves a little bit. I'm um, just kind of looking out and being like, oh, shit. Yeah. We got we got a big rock star in the house. So. Yeah, yeah. Nobody fuck up. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, yeah. I know uh, uh, we have a venue in town in Orlando called uh, the Tin Roof. Uh, so it's a live music uh, joint. And uh, Joey from um, Joey Fatone, I think it is. Mm. I don't know. One of the guys from uh, the boy bands always shows up and uh, he'll jump on stage and sing a couple songs here and there. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. his go go to place. So, that's cool. um, you know, if you could only play one song to a crowd of 100,000 people, what song would you play? Of ours or any song? Any song. Song. Probably a song of ours because right. it's the best chance for marketing you're gonna have, you know. If it's manipulation. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it would be smart to play that song, manipulation. Right. Yeah, yeah hundred thousand people will hear it. Yep. Yep. And uh it's uh making its way up the uh you know the list on Spotify, um, because I checked the numbers on that and uh you have you got some amazing numbers on there so uh, it's just a matter of time before you guys um you know start uh going on tour with uh corn and stuff so yeah. those are the goals and dreams i am sure oh yeah it's um, a lot of work yes definitely and uh i am not talented enough or patient enough to uh pursue it so i just uh sit here and talk to you guys so <laughs> well we appreciate it man we appreciate the hell out of it but uh, it's a, a passion. I enjoy it. So um, some may say I have the gift of gab and some just may say I'm a complete idiot. So it just depends who you ask, I guess. But <laughs> about us. Um, <laughs> so what quality, what quality do you think is most important for a musician, a unique style or a technical skill? Unique style. Unique, unique style, style for sure. Okay. Yeah, because I, I mean, yeah, I think like for me, I'm a visual person. So like definitely when I look, you know, you know, art, you know, the backdrops, I look at kind of the whole thing. And if, if they're definitely unique, and it makes it stand out a little bit more than, um, you know, a technical skill because, uh, you know, I don't want to say majority, but a lot of people aren't going to understand, okay, how Joe Satriani plays and how, you know, this, this uh, guitar player plays. So, yeah. Um, I would agree unique would uh, stand out a lot more um, just for, you know, the basic uh, individuals. So um, how would you define uh, success as a musician? Being happy when you play and uh, paying your bills with your music. Yep. As long as you're having fun doing it, that's all that matters. But, you know, money's a good thing too, because we have families. Right. Uh, we don't like playing for exposures, but. We just, I don't know, I guess the being happy thing, because if you're not having fun doing it, then why are you doing it? Right. And if you're having fun and you love it, it's not really work. So um, that's the way I look at it. Um, so what's been, uh, I've heard some crazy stories. So uh, what has been your wildest or, or craziest story from any of the shows, concerts, tours, um, yeah, I'm sure you guys got a few, but uh, 
getting the shit rocked by the cops. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we played a show in Huntsville at Shag Nasty's Bar and Grill. Love that place. Love the owner there. He always takes care of us. Like every time we play there. Oh yeah. And uh, this guy was drunk as he could be in the parking lot, and we got yeah. him a little too riled up with our set. And got in a what is it? Just a fist fight with the cops, and they whooped his ass at like out in the parking lot. <laughs> it was wild. He had, he blood, had no shot. He had blood pouring out of his forehead from when they had to slam him down on the ground to put handcuffs on him, and he was screaming. HPD made me bleed. They <laughs> 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 just sitting there banging his head on the cop car, kicking the windows. Yeah, and they put him in the back seat and he was slamming his head on the dang cage that separates them from the front seats. Right. He was trying to mutilate himself. And that's when you get uh, hogtied and, and thrown in the back. <laughs> so it was pretty wild to watch, though. Because it, it lasted for a good 30 minutes. <laughs> Oh, it was okay. a show yeah, in Georgia that's... where we played to more dogs than people. That was super, <laughs> oh, that was maybe one of my favorite shows of all time. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's that's definitely a unique story. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, we played at this bar. They had it was probably like eight or ten dogs in there, and the opener that night that was a real interesting guy. He, I loved his work. He uh, he came in wearing like underwear and a cape. <laughs> And he, he played piano with his back to the crowd. And it was just, he poured his soul out. He's like, you can't see me. You know, it's kind of like, a, you know, if they, if they don't see me, I'll play better, you know? Oh yeah. So pulling a John Cena on him. You can't see me. He did. He did the national anthem about four songs into a set. Okay. All right. That was, that was a big curveball right there. Right. Yeah. Typically that's done at the beginning, but uh, you know, yeah, yeah. the crowd, you know, riled up before he, uh, you know, jammed out to the national. Oh, those dogs that, so. <laughs> Put your paws in the air, wave them like you don't care. You know? yeah. um, and, and you may not want to change anything in your music career, but if, if, you know, looking back when you, you first started, is there anything that you would change or a direction that you would change? Spend money better. <laughs> yeah. Um, wasted a lot of money. Yeah, we did waste a lot of money. Uh, but that's part of the growing process. I wouldn't change anything, in my opinion, because the more you fail, the more you grow. And uh, definitely had some learning experiences. All the stuff that we've, um, all the mistakes we've made, we've all learned from, and it kind of helps you not make those same mistakes again and just right. keep helps you grow. Through. Yeah. Keep moving forward and take that knowledge with you. Cause that's absolutely some so. of that stuff. Can't be taught. You got to figure it out on your own. Yeah. You got to drive yep. to Louisiana to find out that the tour was fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least you didn't uh, come to Orlando for rebel rock and then it canceled uh, uh, 30 <laughs> minutes before showtime. So, um, that was a debacle in itself, but, um, yeah, if, if I could change one thing, I would, uh, I, I probably would have changed not being such a, a little shithead of a kid and I actually listen to my music teacher. <laughs> so, uh, I could have learned some more music, but yeah, I got kicked out of band. So, uh, my music career didn't go very far. So that was middle school. So, yep. Middle school ended my musical career. So here's what you play. Um, I wanted to play the drums, but I got stuck. Uh, the drum line was full, so I got stuck playing trombone. 
So I'd have been like trombone Donny. Like, I mean, I don't want to play trombone. So yeah, yeah. That, was like, that was like the only thing that they really had left. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll play it. And yeah, that didn't last very long. So thankfully, because I probably, I mean, you know, unless you're in a ska band or, you know, some punk bands, um, you know, they have some of the, you know, uh, trombones and different things like that. But it's not a, um, it's not seen in uh, most bands. So yeah. yeah, I probably wouldn't have went far with that anyway. So there's a reason for everything, you know, and now I'm, I'm too impatient. I'm like, if I don't get it in 10 minutes, I'm like squirrel and I just lose focus. I'm like, whatever. And then, <laughs> you know, so I used to think I was like hot shit on rock band and I totally sucked at it. I was on easy mode. I'm like, yeah, I can play the guitar. And then I would go to hard mode and like totally blow up. Like it would blow up in my face. And I, I don't know how many guitars I threw, but yeah, <laughs> you know, at that point, And I was like, this is not the career choice for me. So um so say we're leaving on tour in the morning uh what are three essentials that you are grabbing other obviously you, you're already taking your music equipment things like that um so three essentials that you would grab clothes um gold gold <laughs> bond for your uh crotch region yeah and toilet paper because okay. you never know when you got the, the shit you gotta take a road you gotta take a roadside dookie sometimes and they got leaves. Uh, you can wipe with leaves. Yeah, poison oak and butter. Oh man, I don't know what I would take. I would take um, a bar of soap. Yeah, you don't need soap. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, like, if, like if I had to go to the bathroom, I can save on toilet paper because I can just shit in the shower and then wash. So, so you know, yeah. I don't need the toilet paper, so that saves me room for something else. Um, so yeah, soap. Yeah. I don't know what I'd bring, honestly, who knows? Soap, beer, and, um, Mountain Dew. There we go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> if you could book your ultimate music fest, who would be your top three headliners? Ooh, that's so tough. Um, tool, corn and seven dust. Okay. Good answer. Uh, let's see. Have to say, John a blank on all my favorite bands right now. Take Tool. Nothing like throwing you on the spot. So <laughs> I would just replace Corn with Slipknot. Go Tool, Slipknot, Seven Dust. Okay. A man of many words. I don't know. That's a really tough. It's a really tough question. I'm gonna think of so many more bands to say after I'm this a, interview. Yeah, like Killswitch Engage. Could be oh fuck yeah, for. yeah. Killswitch replace a tool with Killswitch. Okay. So Killswitch, Slipknot, Seven Dust. Probably like In Sync. In Sync. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. All right. You said In Sync three times in a row. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Backstreet Boys on the you know, special encore, but, uh, yeah. I think I would out. do like a multi-genre. So I would do, um, for the metal, I would do Pantera for country. I would do Garth Brooks and who else, man, that is, I mean, I'm even having trouble thinking, um, and I would say maybe Elvis Presley. I mean, that'd be a pretty kick-ass lineup, you know, headlining wise, but, uh, uh, what's up, MBK? Thanks for uh, popping in. And we have a uh, choir kid here. My daughter, Ari, is the musician. All right. Yes. So, um, 
I was not in choir, but uh, I, I tried to be a musician. That didn't work. So the kids on the block, Backstreet Boys, still perform in Rocket. I, yeah, they're getting pretty old as well. So uh, new kid, new kids on the block just kind of uh, returned and like blew up again. So definitely see uh, them being on a headlining tour. Um, so how often does the band record or, or practice? Uh, not every Sunday. We always meet up. We either just run through some songs, just improvise, jam, or try to put something down. Okay. And uh, what are what are the most important uh, things that the fans could do to support you? Um, share our music with their friends, and their friends share our music with their friends, and so on. And you know, come out to shows and have a good time with us. Word of mouth is a big thing. And uh, especially with the digital era, if I share it, you know, it gets to X amount of people. If they share it, it gets, to, you know, so just a trickle effect. And, and before you know it, you know, it could get to a million people. So yep. uh, what is your favorite beverage uh, that you drink during or before the show to calm your nerves? Miller Lite. Tequila. Okay. Yes, I cannot drink tequila to save my life. Um, I used to good. I love some nice cold Jose Cuervo. I'm a, I'm a like I'm a two hitter quitter when it comes to tequila. Yep, I'm done. So I'll stick with my Bush Light or my PBR, and I am good to go. So uh, Ellie does have a question. Um, favorite song to perform? Uh, we we did touch on that earlier, but I will let them answer again. Manipulation. It just has. A lot of energy and the song slams. <clears throat> yep. We just, uh, it brings the heat, gets the people going. And uh, Manipulation is their newest song. So definitely check that out. Seven Stone Riot. What's up, Zeb? Thanks for joining us. So, do we have any uh, single releases coming up? Any EP releases in the near future? Um, any shows? Anything that the fans should be aware of? As of right now, we don't have any shows booked. I think we might have one in Huntsville. Yeah, in April, I think. And uh, we have. It is April. We have one song that's been being close to being finished. We just need to uh, throw some vocal work on it, finish dialing it in, tweak it up. So we're sitting on one right now that could be released soon and a couple more in the works. Got some real good riff ideas, just trying to finish them up. Awesome. So hopefully, here in the new future, we'll have some new Seven Stone Riot. Uh, in the meantime, listen to all the bangers that they have out already. Uh, so this is going to be kind of a, a fun question. Uh, what's the best place to poop while on tour? In the hotel room. In the hotel bathroom. In the car. In the car. Right. You, can, you can find anywhere but a gas station bathroom and a port john You're doing good. Right. Yes, I would carry a little bucket with uh, some bleach water in it in the van just in case. You know, you had to sit on it while we're driving. And uh, chuck it out the window, I guess, you know, if you had to. <laughs> but um, you can uh, just pick the bottom out of it. And when you poop, pick your bucket up and leave. Right. <laughs> you just cut a hole in the bottom of your van. Just poop out of that. Right. And just let it fall right through onto the road, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, folks, uh, Seven Stone Riot is at practice today. So I want to thank them uh, for coming on the show, giving us a little bit of their time and uh, hopefully enjoyed learning about seven stone riot. Uh, and 
one last time, where can we find you on IG and, uh, you know, hear your music, Apple, Spotify, all the, all the links that we can find you. Oh yeah. All of our, uh, social media handles are just going to be seven stone riot. And, and that's the, we'll have our, and we'll that's the number seven, not spelled out. Number seven. Number seven. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon we're going to have seven stone riot.com where you can also find those links to our social medias and also the links to our new merch coming out. Okay. Awesome. I can't wait for the merch. Uh, and please make a vinyl just for me. You know, not just for me, but, you know, I'll definitely buy a vinyl if you have it. Um, we got a couple, uh, we got a question that just popped in as well. Are there any other genres you like outside of rock? I really like all genres. Like, if it's good music, it's good music. But I listen to country every day. So country is probably my favorite outside of rock. The George okay. Strait, huge George Strait fan. So that's uh, another dilemma. George Strait or Garth Brooks is the GOAT. Garth Brooks. Uh, king is the king, man. Garth Brooks. George Strait had more number ones. Uh, Garth Brooks is probably the better entertainer in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like he changed like music. I love Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Okay. Oh yeah, some pop music. Love some rap. I think I'm the only one in the band. I like Eminem. That's about the only rap I like. Yep, I'm pretty uh, open to all genres and as well, unless it's classical. Um, yeah, I can't do classical music unless I'm at a play. Uh, that's about the only time I can listen to some classical. So, hey, J, uh, JP, thanks for joining us. We're getting ready to wrap up. So if you missed the show, you can always check it out on the podcasting platforms, all major podcasting platforms, and you can find the link, all the links in the sloppy syndicate show.com. And uh, this is Seven Stone Riot. Thank you for your time. Any final words for the fans before we depart? We love you. All Rock love you. on. Yeah. Thank you for all you do to support us and, uh, you know, keep us moving forward. Because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing it other than being happy doing it, you know. But we like playing for people and uh, just sharing our music with other people, really. So thank you. Absolutely. And uh, folks, remember to keep it sloppy until the next episode. We'll catch you next time. (laughs) 